Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Without Context Podcast. I almost said Without Podcast Context. <laughs> yeah. It's been a day. It has been several months. We've it uh, has. And now, but also since we moved the wrestling podcast off of the main show feed and onto its own show now, I was like, well, we really need to start making some episodes again uh, for this one. It's been since May, so. It's kind of a... Uh, impromptu episode we brought luke back here uh you guys remember him from some of our dm roundtable episodes mm-hmm. yeah. and we wanted to, to yeah and we wanted to uh, get him here to talk about a fundraiser that their live stream is doing and i will be taking part in it's a nice little Hell, uh, yeah. D&D pvp tournament yeah uh, right now scheduled for what three uh three hour ish stream mm-hmm Give yeah, or take. usually about three hours. Take a little five, ten minute break somewhere in the middle there. Yep. And uh, since uh-huh. this tournament structure, I asked you before we started recording, I was like, how long do you expect this to take? <laughs> it's, it's, um, a, it's a tournament setup, but uh, we'll get on to that. But yes, they are uh, doing a fundraiser for sameu.org, which I had never heard of until you guys had mentioned it. I looked it up. It's a, uh, what is it, a memory? Uh, fun- is it a memory, like a fun, like fundraising thing for... Well, I think we've yeah. had injuries. Uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I guess we can start with, let's start with same you. That's the important part here. Um, yeah. so yes. same you.org is a really, really, really awesome foundation. Um, you can totally just check them out. They, they have a really, really awesome intuitive website to see exactly what's going on. Um, but essentially it's a foundation that was founded by Amelia Clark. Um, after she had suffered a brain aneurysm while filming season three of Game of Thrones. Uh, there's that iconic scene where she's like handing off the dragon for the army of the Unsullied and then the dragon. When they were filming that scene, she actually had a massive brain aneurysm and obviously she survived, but she found that the support for people who survived those types of traumatic brain injuries was extremely minimal. And they're really, really severe, life-changing sorts of debilitating injuries. Um, and so she founded this organization to help fund research and support for people who have survived. Um, and then as it's grown over the years, obviously that was going on, I think, pretty close to 10 years ago. Um, the, the foundation has gained so much traction that they're now researching um, what causes these sorts of traumatic brain injuries. How do we prevent them? Is there any sort of care uh, to uh, better treat them as they're happening. Um, and it's a really, really, really beautiful thing. They have a lot of different sort of support networks and doctors and neuroscientists, psychologists. Um, it's this really beautiful conglomeration of all different sorts of experts and a lot of people coming forward and sharing their story of their issues or their injuries and how they've um, kind of gotten back to a new normal sense of life. Um there's, you know, they're really big all over Instagram, Facebook, social media, everywhere. Um, and uh, it's a it's a really, really, really powerful and really awesome foundation that uh, I think would be really, really cool to uh, support. Um, so if you uh, – let's get a little heavy here. This is going to be a little sad, so we'll just kind of break the ice early here. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I think a lot of people in the, the sort of old-school tech community – we're aware of this, but uh, we're actually doing this in memory of my late wife, who had a brain aneurysm in 2019, and she actually passed away. Um, and so the whole concept of TAC and this ongoing Teal Adventure and Company stream is sort of based off of a lot of the characters that her and I had built together, the world her and I had built together. And so it's sort of in her memory. And uh, September is actually uh, Brain Aneurysm Awareness Month, and so it was all kind of fell together. Um, you know, with the timing and everything. And I thought this would be a really, really, really cool thing to do. Yeah, I think uh, I think you had mentioned that the last time we had you on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think we ever got into the cause of it, uh, just given the nature of the, you know, conversation. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to ask if if that was related. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I see that so there it's... is like a personal drive to, you know, further the research into this. Absolutely, yeah. You know, obviously... Um, I think uh, a lot of the majority of the support goes to people who have survived these type of injuries and, and kind of getting them back to a new normal. But um, they do look into sort of preventative measures and then just general understanding of how these sort of things come to be. Um, 
And so it's it's a really 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 powerful and really awesome cause. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not well versed in medical. Uh, I know a lot of our tech fellows are in the uh, healthcare field yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. And aneurysms, I think, are different than you know strokes and stuff like that, right? It's a different, uh, or is it all in like the same vein of they're, injuries? They're very similar in how they kind of come to be with blood clots and um, sort of it has to do a lot with like the the walls of your blood vessels. Um, I mean, I could, I could go into a lot of medical detail on it, but, um, (laughs) no, it's all sorts of, um, you know, even something as simple as a concussion, you know, someone's playing football and bunks their head. Um, if that's not properly tended to, or, you know, the long-term sort of sustained treatment that can be a life altering injury. Um, is that a CTE? I think yes, yeah, so a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. as uh, Deck and I, as wrestling fans, you know, we have oh, yeah. <laughs> a knowledge of that. I mean, unfortunately, as a fan, we encounter things like Chris Benoit in the past, who you know tragically mm-hmm. killed his family. Even at his age, I said he had the brain of like what a seventy-year-old Alzheimer uh, sufferer yeah, because of how many perfect. just head injuries he took during his career. Yeah, so. you know, it's 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 pretty wild that you know with modern medicine and technology and everything really the human brain is still one of the least understood things in the universe to us. Yeah. Uh, it's just so vastly complex that, uh, you know, it's only in recent years that we're starting to even break the ice as to understanding a lot of these sort of things. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to study something that needs to like stay in somebody's head when they're living. Like you can't <laughs> just like take it out and be like, all right, we're going to run some tests while you're functioning, you know, yeah. it's like, and yet, and, um, and yet, uh, I have uh, a similar, I don't think the same, it goes in the same vein, say, but uh, I think I said this on the podcast before, but my older brother has cerebral palsy um, and has just very little to no nerve control uh, in his body. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that, most of that will stem from. I believe the way my mom described it is that he just came out like, you know, without any oxygen mm-hmm. um, and kind of, you know, those first like formative seconds without oxygen are just the worst as you and that that lead, also leads to brain damage. Um, yeah, I mean, just a lack of oxygen, you know, in general mm-hmm. can, you know, affect uh, somebody's mental state and everything. Yeah. yeah. So... So, I mean, that's not why strokes are so bad. That's cutting off the circulation of like you know mm-hmm. oxygen, like blood flow and oxygen going to you know your brain and everything. Also, yeah, it's all very very serious and 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 pretty real stuff that you know. Unfortunately, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of someone having a stroke, but uh, you know, aneurysms are kind of this sort of nebulous, mysterious thing that happens, but they're they're surprisingly common and uh, they happen to people of all ages, old, young man, woman, you know, anything. Um, and so I think it's definitely good that this foundation sort of brings a, a broader awareness to that and uh, sort of the risks associated with it. And, uh, you know, again, I think a, a big part of it, that I, I like that it's a dual faceted drive in that it's, that yes, this very unfortunate thing has happened to someone. How do we take care of them? And how do we prevent these terrible things from happening? in the first place so yeah very very cool yeah it's definitely a a good fundraiser to support like i said i just recently heard about them but you know i was like this is still a good cause just from how frequent something like this can happen to you know people and somebody is bound to know somebody who has suffered a stroke or a brain aneurysm Uh, especially Mm -hmm. as you go through life and we all get older and stuff like that you know the risks continue to you know build Mm -hmm. up just from age yeah so we're doing that fundraiser uh through means of a pvp D 5e yeah. tournament which about the fun stuff. Some, yeah. somebody who has run <laughs> pvp D in 5e it's not necessarily a balanced thing no so that's so. one thing I, I i wanted to sort of um so so for a little bit of background context um there has been a push for some form of pvp in the tea leaf adventure company for years now um I, I definitely understand the drive it's a fun competitive sort of goofy thing you know you want to see what your character can do and you want to see what your buddy can do and um 
and I've always kind of tiptoed around it for that very reason is that this is going to be really difficult to, to attempt to balance. Um, as, as a general like 100 feet away from you is just you're killing everyone in, in front of you. <laughs> right uh you know as as a general just blanket statement D fifth edition is not designed for pvp it's designed right. for player versus monsters or you know players just, against the other kind of thing i think um, D is just not designed for pvp right, <laughs> like... right. um, that being said with that in mind because the demand was so great and the timing was here and we could make it all one big thing i i sort of I'll say reluctantly agreed <laughs> at first with the caveat that this is not going to be balanced. Um, yeah. This is, this is going to be goofy, fun, just wacky kind of thing. Um, and, you know, with, with, you know, I think a kind of a, a an, an important, you know, subtext to it, that the goal of this is to have fun. And the goal of this is to raise money for this charity. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's not to say that, you know, there aren't incentives to win, which we can talk about later, but, you know, one thing that I did not want to do, um, you know, I think any group of humans, when you get together, uh, if you hang out long enough, there's there's drama that develops, and, and our little corner of the internet has had its fair share of drama, which we don't have to get into, but I, I <laughs> didn't want this to be a source of drama. I just, I kind of wanted to say, guys, I appreciate you, we're going to do this, let's all just be cool, let's have fun, let's raise money, but please, let's not get sweaty or butthurt or any sort of negative kind of thing about it. And again, I think there's a healthy balance that you can get competitive and be invested and want to win and maintain that friendly, fun atmosphere. And I'm really, I I, I do think uh, we have a really, really solid, awesome group of people participating and I don't anticipate there will be any issues whatsoever. Um, But I I did kind of uh, have to, Take out the, yeah. the the mean DM fist for a little bit and kind of say, "Hey, we're we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this my way." Um, so yeah. Uh, that being said, with all of that kind of pre-disclosure kind of thing, I I did put a lot of time and love into doing my best to to balance this. Now we've got six teams of two uh, participating in sort of a round robin style tournament and so the goal is that every team is going to fight every other team exactly once uh, and then at the end of it the best sort of win-loss record takes the cake um so when i was dividing up these teams i had a lot of different factors involved um i think first and foremost obviously character level we have a lot of different character levels characters yeah because uh, um, to run- refresh uh from the last time we run you run a west marches style game yeah, uh, so with this a is... rotating party, so people are going to get different amounts of XP as time goes on. Uh, people, will, some people will be higher level, some people will be fresh into it. It's there's a different. We're all kind of in the same ballpark, but there is a level or two separation between a lot of people. Right. So, um, so for this tournament, I believe our lowest level characters are level four, and we have a few level tens. So that's kind of the, the the gap we're talking about with everything in between. Um, and so what I tried to do um, is I tried to first and foremost balance the average level of each duo. Um, and obviously the math didn't work out perfectly, but I did pretty good. Um, second thing I considered is uh, in our West Marches campaign, we feature a lot of uh, homebrew items, abilities, you, things of that nature. You made me a um, mill tank. I made you a mill tank, yes. I got a suit of armor that basically made me Whitney's mill tank from gold and silver. Like, I can roll up and run into people for up to six turns. I desperately needed context on that. (laughs) Yeah, my cobalt can roll up and just, he just does roll out for five turns. So so one thing I try to do in our our West Marches campaign is if you save up enough points and you participate for long enough, you can unlock a backstory mission specifically tailored to your character. And as a reward for that, you get a specifically tailored artifact. Uh, And these are typically very customized, very powerful kind of character defining items. For example, making a mill tank out of a kobold. Um, I have a I have a companion. I think the the context is I have a companion uh, pangolin uh, (laughs) with me. So I just kind of like the armadillo energy going on with my companion me. Um, so I did try to account for that too, because not every character participating in the tournament has their artifact unlocked yet. And so if we had a a team that 
was a little bit higher on the average level side, I tried to partner people with um, someone who like didn't have an artifact yet, just to kind of keep the balance, the power levels a little bit close that way. Yeah. Um, the third thing I tried to do um, is get a good variety of different classes meshing together. Um, that being said, certain teams are very magic heavy, certain teams are more melee oriented. And so there, I think there's like a good balance of different vibes going on with each team. Um, because I th- feel that in certain cases, you kind of get into a rock, paper, scissors sort of situation with D&D yeah. classes. Like I expect this class to beat this class to beat this class kind of thing. Uh, but I tried to space that out and have fun with it. Um, and then I guess the last factor in, in dividing up these teams, I tried to grab people that maybe wouldn't have normally interacted. Um, or people I thought would like have like good synergy or, or, or a good dynamic, just kind of getting to know all of my players. And so I, I partnered people up based on that too. I, like, uh, uh, I messaged Gregor, by the way, and I was like, I'm going to apologize for being a level six basic bitch fighter going into this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I can, I can just run up and hit things. That's all I can do. <laughs> like I have nothing else going for I, me. So I apologize to him just to start this off. <laughs> I have to say, as somebody who has run tournaments in the past, uh, that I I I'm immediately like vibing with how you're choosing to like, uh, you know, divide people up, and you know, not quite going for balance, more going for like you know, like you mentioned, people who haven't interacted before. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to run tournaments that were based on the player's elo rating. Okay, um, and that wasn't super bad. That that got into complications of like smurfs and stuff but i mean people are going to try to find a way to you know get stuff no matter what right (laughs) uh but uh shout outs to jeremy those uh those Uh, those league tournaments were a mess like you had a bunch of you had a bunch of silvers and golds and then you'd have like the team with like some bronze and like one diamond player who would just carry the team <laughs> like that, that, is, that is kind of how that went it's just There'd like be a team of like five golds and then there'd be a team of like two plats and a couple of bronzes and like eh, yeah. close enough yeah it was uh, we did our best but, <laughs> like, yes we did our best with what we had uh but yeah that uh but part of that part of the charm that i liked about it is that we generally fostered a, a community that didn't you know wasn't was as drama free as we could be of course mm-hmm. there was shit that happens because of course it's oh we could um, do a whole like three-part episode on our um, old I communities know. Like... I, know. <laughs> I know but the point i'm getting at is that they also did not interact prior to the moment that they signed up for the tournament together yeah mm-hmm. and I, I i like i think I, I resonate the most with that as you're describing the participants i ran one pvp tournament in D and it's been two days apologizing like <laughs> yeah. it was it was, it was not good like there was uh there was just some people that were not uh not chill about it so we had a very sweaty person on on there yeah i was like so i was like i'm just gonna get these people out of the server real quick and just spent like two days apologizing <laughs> like, just sleeping them out yeah no i i i i genuinely trust the group of people we've got going right now and all the participants and i'm really hoping that it doesn't come to that um but again got that band hammer ready so we'll 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 deal with it as it comes again i'm uh i'm not anticipating any issues so (laughs) so um but yeah i've been putting a lot of love into that over the last couple weeks just sort of brainstorming ideas and then finally kind of pen to paper or i guess mouse to mouse pad it's all on roll 20 (laughs) um but uh um I, i'm i'm like 99 percent done i just got to put the finishing touches on it and uh, i've been working really close with uh wee woo who's sort of my co-star here in in tack um and trying to to make it seamless and polished and and a good production value um because and it makes it interesting because wee woo himself is participating in the tournament and so i didn't want to give him too much sort of insider knowledge on this um, so a lot of the burden's kind of fallen onto me as far as the stream setup and everything, which um, we has been a great teacher. I'm not super tech savvy when it comes to that stuff, but uh, I, I, I'm feeling pretty confident about it. Um, so we've got six different maps available uh, for all of these different showdowns. Um, and what I've done is I've taken inspiration from a lot of the different regions or iconic areas that we've visited over the course of the last three years. You made campaign. level. You made levels. <laughs> Like, I made levels, yeah. Like, let's go, let's go. So like, um, 
Uh, there's a map. I don't want to give too much away, but there's a map like in the Howling Wood, which was sort of like a really iconic sort of starter zone in the early days. Um, there's a map in the Lexigrad sewers, um, sort of this like dark tunnel sort of vibe um, that we okay, visited. If you want to get into, if you want to get into more like spoilery stuff, just we'll have Sharky take off his headphones. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not in the tournament. I don't have a. I don't. I want to hear when I. I want to hear it when I edit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. But uh, yeah, so there's six in total, and uh, I've put a lot of love into each one. To, and again, I think it'll be really amazing to see how much the map and the environment impacts the fights too. Because uh, like Deco was saying, you know, if you've got a wizard a hundred feet away from you and you're just a little fighter, that puts you at a pretty severe disadvantage to yeah. start. Um, but then there's other maps that are just like very close quarters right away in your face. Um, and so I tried to keep that in mind too, when I was kind of level designing, as it were, what maps are going to favor, what sort of classes, um, you know, something like a rogue needs a lot of space to hide or break cover kind of thing. Um, and so I had a lot of fun with that. And I think the end result is, uh, it's pretty polished and pretty clean. Um, you have time can... for, for a suggestion <laughs> as it's like happening tonight. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow yeah, night, uh, yeah. So yes, uh, that's another, depending on when you watch this episode. It could be happening tomorrow, tonight, yes. right now, or has already happened. <laughs> so, uh, um, but I, uh, I hope to have this out be the day before. This is kind of like a last minute, like impromptu thing. Uh, so if you are watching this on Wednesday night when this goes live, you know, drop into the stream tomorrow. I'm going to have all the links in the description and all that. Uh, and we'll also give them at, at the end of the episode. Uh, if you're watching it on Thursday, just check the time, drop in, see if anything's going on, see what our, you know, fundraiser goals are. Give a little bit if you can. And if you're watching this episode after, you know, the the, the foundation's always there so that you can, you know, donate to. So Yep. But so yeah. I was thinking, what if you what if you had the players knowledge of the maps or a general broad strokes about the maps, they just drafted it League of Legends style. <laughs> Well, so what I was thinking is because we're going to have, so six teams, you do the math, that'd be 15 fights total, right? right? If every mm -hmm. team fights every other team. So with six maps, that generally means that each each team should fight on each map once. And so in a way, that does incentivize you. And obviously, I think it's just kind of smart strategy for players who aren't actively fighting to be watching the stream and learning some of the maps and yeah. seeing, you know, what are we in store for? Start strategizing, maybe using a little bit of that knowledge to their advantage. Um, but the first teams on each map are going to be kind of fresh, just no idea what's coming. Um, so that, again, that all is kind of a really interesting factor in a lot of the balancing and sort of the metagame knowledge. Um, but uh, we'll see how that goes, too. You know, some of the maps have sort of dynamic lighting aspects to it. And so, you know... Uh, you anticipate having a, a stream delay? Um, so that's actually a really good idea. Um, one sort of like honor code sort of <laughs> system that I was is more um thinking of was like if you're actively in the fight because the the stream will be from my perspective, so it'll be DM yes. view, so I'll be able to see yes. everything. Um, but the players will be their character view. Uh, and one thing that I am making a point to do when we stream tack in general. Uh, I kind of have like I like to call it party view. So every every player usually has control of every other player's character token. So you can see what everyone sees. Um, so your individual character might not have dark vision, but if the elf in front of you does, we let you see what that elf sees, just because it's assumed that your party's communicating stuff like that, and it just kind of makes it, it it's it speeds the game up a little bit. Doesn't kind of get clunked down. Yeah. In this, when vision becomes very important, and you're not allied with everybody else i'm gonna have to gonna go and manually take that permission away from everyone so it's gonna be just you that can see your token um and so even you know i'll use this lexgrad sewers example you might not start off right next to your partner yeah so there'll be sort of a a, a nav navigating this labyrinth and do you run into your partner first or do you run into <laughs> an opponent first and how's that gonna all play out and so that'll be really fun um i'm looking forward I, i'm i'm that map is probably the one I'm looking most forward to. Maybe <laughs> one other, but that one's going to be a, a, a wild card. Um, Every game and... is a sewer map. <laughs> like... Correct. Correct. Like exactly every... correct. 
You hear that, game designers? Every <laughs> every old retro first person shooter has a sewer level. Everything has a sewer level. There's no level. underwater level. There's no underwater level. So that's my god. Um, mine mine cart levels. <laughs> yes. Um, but speaking of wild cards, uh, one other aspect of this that I put in there just to kind of spice things up a little bit um, is uh, you know considering the fact um, that we have some very high level characters and some rather lower level characters in here, I wanted each character to have the potential to be influential in the fight if that makes sense whereas yeah. if i'm a level 10 wizard and my you know my partner is a level 4 barbarian i don't want those lower level players to feel outshined and so what i've done is i've included on every map a number of chests that players can discover open for loot uh and they'll contain things like healing potions or consumables or spell scrolls kind of i've created um three different tables of possible loot that you'll roll when you open the chest again kind of have that RNG element to it there, um, kind of take, you know, any sort of bias or any sort of pre-designed <laughs> sort of thing out of it, just your own, and that's what you get. And I think certain teams will really benefit from prioritizing those chests because there's there's the potential to get some really, really powerful stuff in there. Um, I've tried to include a lot of consumables or items that we featured as rewards during the West Marches campaign, so a lot of it might be a little bit familiar. Um, there's a few things that are relatively new here. Um, I don't want to spoil too, too much. Um, yeah. But things that we haven't seen just yet, that'll be a lot of fun to play with. Um, so definitely keep that in mind when you're uh you know if you're if you're watching this and you're getting the scoop on things definitely uh scope out those chests because uh they can be game changers for sure i'm going to assume that uh the ability to use the thing that got my first character killed is not going to be feasible here you mean the triple a triple r yeah the reality warping gun yeah. that characters have uh, that is what killed my first character like, I'm gonna plead. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. This um, is gonna get chaotic. It's gonna get chaotic. Um, and I'm I'm all freaking for it. It's gonna be awesome. Be fair, I, I was like, I have a... oh, you go ahead. Uh, yeah, I had a I had a game just purely from a game design standpoint as yeah. as a DM, um, and as someone who doesn't really like doing PvP. Uh, so you have a team that goes to one of the chests, picks it up, rolls a dice, gets an mm -hmm. item runs off someone else comes to that chest is it open or closed that's a very fascinating concept um because <laughs> you you could are you, going, are you going full mario are you going full mario kart or are you just like oh it's gone okay. <laughs> you you could theoretically like lay a trap if you were so inclined um theoretically that's that's i mean if you had the time that's the other factor but that's yeah. interesting <laughs> um now you got my now you got the, the wheels turned <laughs> um my initial thought would that it would just be open or sort of the chest would despawn um sure. just to kind of keep it you know yeah uh but on certain maps we'll see we'll see that could be interesting <laughs> um that being said um you know as far as the logistics and the the sort of the mechanics of how this is going to work all of all the players and myself are going to be in the same voice chat and so yeah. you're going to be taking turns in initiative and so even though you can't see what you might not be able to see what your enemies are doing you'll still be able to hear them and so you would hear okay you opened a chest and this is the loot you got um and so there's almost that like building tension of like oh shit they just got i don't know <laughs> a, a greater healing potion i gotta keep that in mind when i eventually bump into them <laughs> That's something you're going to just say out loud, like, oh, you rolled this, you got a greater healing potion. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, you're going to so see the little, I, the little I, feed, player has found, player has found, yeah, player exactly. has found. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I've actually got the tables in roll 20 that'll just be open, totally transparent. This is what you're rolling, and this is what you can possibly get. That'll be available for everybody to look at. Um okay. So I, again, I kind of want to keep it keep it all fair. Let the the dice gods decide fate in that yeah. sort of element. Um, and everybody has the same fair chance to uh to get some awesome stuff. And you know, some of the stuffs I will say I think everything in the chest is useful. Some stuff obviously more useful, more powerful. But uh, you know, there's 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 good rolls and there's bad rolls. We'll say. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, that's that's something I'm really excited to see how people interact with and uh, how the meta sort of forms around that. I'm gonna beat um, you with the power of friendship in this gun I found. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just talking about my D&D character. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely from someone who's gonna be in it. It definitely sounds fun, and I think I'm gonna have a blast because, like I said, all I can really do as a fighter is run around and hit people. So I'm not gonna yep. take it overly seriously. <laughs> Right, because I, I know the moment I the moment I start running through like spells being fired at me is the moment it's like, no, yep, no, this, yeah. this is what I fully expected to start happening. So I cast disintegrate. <laughs> it's like I am just a kobold. <laughs> like, um, um, but yeah, it definitely sounds uh, like a fun take on D and D, and I think we do have a good group of people uh, involved. Really? Uh, we all usually kind of shit talk each other sometimes during the games anyway so i think it's going to be yeah, that same ener- that same energy trash talk is going to be important you know i think yeah. that's that's a lot of the fun of it it's just kind of the hype and the trash talk and you know uh just just having a good goofy time with it um you know and i i, I really do think uh we're going to be able to pull some some really really awesome stuff out of this i do um, like the question in the discord is this canon like <laughs> oh god that's a good yeah We've got Tavern Chat, right? Which is sort of like a canonical, like in between games. Our, uh, it's our the Tavern Chat for us deck would be our Guild Hall and our TTRPG sure. channel, where it's just our general right. chat. Right. So, um, and so people have been like, "Oh, did you see that poster about Kadoria Clash?" And I'm like, eh, uh, "Okay, <laughs> um, I'm just gonna like hand wave it." Um, I real there's no good way to make this canon. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. like dream sequence, like everyone gets high on mushrooms or something, and then you wake up and it's just a bonding experience. Or I don't know because simultaneously it's it's in so many various locales throughout this sort of midnight sea region that we've built. Yeah, and you're fighting to the death theoretically. Um, so unless they've got people ready with revivify spells, like after every fight, <laughs> I mean, which I guess is theoretically possible. You can. Uh... Um, just go full. It's like abduct- the whole guild hall's abducted by aliens. Put in a simulation. Drop back off. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I will figure it out. I mean, I'm not gonna worry too too much like about Path- that. It's like Pathfinder. Pathfinder has a full on like this is just a gray like stat block. <laughs> like Pathfinder's like what fifth bestiary was like. Here's just all the cryptids. Yep. Like, it was, it was one of my favorite B series for Pathfinder. I'm like, they just like put in, they just straight put in the Anunnaki and like all these ancient alien bullshit into Pathfinder. Why not? Why yeah. not? It's like Why a not? few pages down from the cyborg stat block. <laughs> like, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, it's just definitely like a not canon thing. This is like, it definitely feels like one of those Marvel comics, like limited series of like Deadpool right. kills the mother, the Deadpool kills the Marvel universe or something like that. Yeah, that's kind like, of the vibe. Yeah, it's like it's not going to affect anything. It's just it's a little four issue side series. Yeah, so I guess two other things I wanted to kind of mention is we talked about sort of the incentive to win. Um, And so I was debating, you know, I want to keep it friendly and goofy and fun, but also give people an incentive to to give it their all and 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 win. And so. I've got my rewards. I'm going to announce them probably the night of. Okay. Um, and uh, just to keep that hype. But I'm thinking first, second, and third place will we'll all get rewards. And uh, the I kind of ran it. Right, not... The teams, yes, yeah. the teams. Um, and so there's some, there's some pretty sweet stuff at stake, I'll say. Uh, whether it be gold or experience or other rewards, we'll see. Um, but... Uh, you know, I'm thinking first place team, second place team, third place team are all gonna get something out of this. Um, and uh, it'll be, it'll be. How do I? I want to, I want to like spice it up without spoiling it. Um, <laughs> it will allow for some creativity, we'll say. And uh, um, we was throwing stuff into it, isn't it? Also, isn't it? Uh, does, is we were throwing in a prize? Oh, I'm sorry. So I'm talking uh, character prize. Character yes. Okay. Um, but there are also, um, like, for contributors who are donating to the cause, we have stretch goals, and WeeWoo is donating um, his own prize. So actually, yeah, that's the next thing I was going to talk about, so so awesome segue. Yeah. Um, so we do have some stretch goals as far as uh, if we collectively as a community fundraise certain checkpoints, we're going to have sort of goofy unlocks or rewards or anything. Um, so we've actually already raised 100 bucks for this, which is super awesome, and we've reached Yay. our first checkpoint. 
Um, so that Mr. was uh, Wheatley... on Thursday too, I think, during the uh, mm-hmm. during yep. the session. Yeah. Um, so we've had uh, so just so just for people to be aware, we have um, a PayPal link that goes directly to our uh, TLP Venture Company bank account. We've got all of that live feed on the stream, so every time someone donates to the PayPal account, you'll see it tracking. Um, after we close the fundraiser, take a screenshot of that amount screenshot of when we you know send the money over to same you and all that just to be totally transparent because i know yeah, some people the, are a little like mm, show you know. us the receipts exactly. <laughs> no. um so we'll have that totally there but um yes yeah, so hundred dollars already raised we've we've smashed our first goal so thursday night mr wee woo is dressing up in a pickle costume yeah. a pickle wee woo <laughs> funny <laughs> shit i've ever seen um <laughs> But uh, we've got a lot of other cool stuff, including a cosplay of my own. Um, we've got some uh, tea leaf point rewards. We've got some other stream ideas there. Um, I've got a secret goal if we can raise $1,000. Um, don't tempt me. Oh, ooh, should I should I spoil that now no, if, if you people don't have that kind of money shark? I actually do. I have so much in saving right now. I feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, don't, uh, tempt, you don't, don't tempt me. You don't have that me. much money in your savings. <laughs> I've got I've got ideas. I've got ideas. So uh we'll see. It's something I've been on the fence about for a long time and this might just be my push that I, I gotta do it. If my community can can be that awesome, I might just have to go full send. Some as somebody with their own thing on the fence about is it a 3D printer? <laughs> I already have I already have a okay. 3D printer. I have a 3D printer. <laughs> I've been like really keeping this on my list for a long time. I'm like, one of these days. <laughs> like <laughs> But uh yeah, some really, really awesome stuff there. <laughs> Um, and then WeeWoo's actually got a really cool incentive. Um, so he stepped up and, um, to the individual top donor, so the the individual who donates the largest cumulative sum amount, um, speaking of 3D printing, um, WeeWoo and a lot of people in our community are big into that. And so they're going to order a custom, like, large metallic statue of your character or any character you want for that matter, full detailed. We was going to do the touch-ups on it, like a nice sort of like metallic finish to it, make it look like a trophy. Um, so definite, definitely like a high-end, really, really awesome That's prize for that. Cool. So looking forward to that because Wiiwoo does really, really awesome work with all his games. I could really do well with a big old Clang statue right here yeah. on my <laughs> computer. <laughs> like, it, it would be actual size if you got Clang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little three-foot. Little totodile boy. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's really cool. Um, people have been coming up with some like really creative pledges. Um, so when we when we've done fundraisers in the past, my my go to pledge being the halfling guru here is um, anytime anybody rolls a natural one throughout the entire tournament, I'm gonna pledge ten bucks. So we'll turn uh we'll turn an unfortunate thing into a good thing. Um, okay. So now are you are you ready for that, Luke? Because we have this like wild tendency to just roll mm-hmm. natural ones oh, in yeah, these sessions. No. Whatever whatever it comes out to, uh, I will honor that. Um, I believe Wewu stated in the Discord. Um, anytime someone knocks Harper or Gordy down, they're gonna donate. I I forget if they gave a specific amount, but they're gonna donate some sum of money towards that. Uh, kind of like a get at me bro sort of challenge, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and they're both really slippery characters too. That's a team to watch out for. Um, but uh, that's that's a cool one. And so uh, you know, if you can afford it, and if you want to have any sort of creative pledge, absolutely any amount is uh, totally totally appreciated. And uh, hopefully together we can do something some pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, anything uh, for you, Deco? Uh, I I am I'm enjoying this this uh, kind of conversation here, uh, mostly because like as I'm listening to it, I'm not I am not a big fan uh, of like the West Marches as a concept, but mm-hmm. I can't deny that you know you you foster this group of people, you foster a community just kind of because of it, and. It's really interesting to watch uh, some of the fruits of that labor of, uh, like you said, three years in the same world uh, yeah. where you get to do stuff like a charity PvP tournament with all the bells and whistles that you're describing. And, with 
uh, crowd favorite cast members like i'm looking at the list mm -hmm. of people and it's like these are people that like everybody in this community like knows like mm -hmm. these are characters yeah, that everybody loves because also at the end of each session you have the, the viewers in twitch vote for their favorite character during mm -hmm. the session too to get an mm -hmm. extra uh tea leaf point that they can put towards things so it's I just wonder if you fantastic. have a, a, a log of all of those polls. You just look. You just look at it like, hmm, those are the popular characters. Slap them together. Oh no, we we used to track all that. So we had someone, uh, a couple people working on what we call tea leaf stats, kind of like crit roll stats. Um, for a long time, like the first year and a half of it, uh, tracking damage and healing and votes and all that sort of stuff. And it was really really impressive to see like what characters rise and all that sort of thing. Um, and then it just became such an upkeep for. The juice just wasn't worth the squeeze, honestly. It was just yeah. so much rewatching and calculating that we kind of fell off of it. But uh, at one point, we did have all that information, um, which is pretty cool. Um, I just had something, and I lost it. Um, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. What was I gonna say? I mean, it was while you're thinking about while you're thinking about it. I mean, it does should get it gives a lot of credit to the community you have fostered because I found you guys just scrolling through Twitch one night looking for a D and D stream while I was working on something else, and I think at the time you guys were near the top because it was during a day where there's no D and D, like mm -hmm. going on. So it's like the top channels are like twenty viewers, fifteen right. viewers, like it was something like that, and I'm like. West Marches, because I was thinking at the time, I was like, I want to play in one or I want to run one. Like, I was starting to get into that kind of thing. So I was like, I'm going to drop in and just see what's going on. And I mean, by the end of the night, I was in the Discord. I was talking to you in Discord, making a character to start playing. So it's yeah, just like, that's just how welcoming it was. It's been a wild ride, and it is, you guys are right, it has been like a really big blessing just to kind of get people from, you know, we have kind of our core group of people that are in the local area here, but like we've yeah. got people from different countries, different time zones, different states. Um, it's It's been really, really, really awesome to, to get to know all these people and kind of have that really tight-knit group with a bunch of people with all the same thing in common. Um, and like you said, it's kind of cool that people become sort of crowd favorites and get to know each other and... Uh, you know, um, kind of stand out like that. I think the the, yeah. the chat favorite vote was one of the best ideas we ever implemented just to kind of incentivize people. And kind of low-key, you know, if you're trying to farm those tea leaf points, it incentivizes you to get your friends into it to vote for you, and then you end up watching inadvertently, and then you get interested, yep. and then you join, and then they join. You know, it kind of helps grow the, the pool of players, which is always kind of <laughs> really fun. I may have one. Uh, a few contests <laughs> doing that. Oh we, yeah, uh, no, I'm totally I, uh, aware of all that stuff. I, yeah, no, we yeah, uh, I, no, not in your game. Uh, I took part in. There's a D and D creator on YouTube uh, named Cinderblock Sally. He mm -hmm. pops up in shorts every now and then. I joined his server for a little while because he was running like weekly like homebrew creation contests. And as soon as the voting would start, I would get to my server. I was like, get in here and vote. So suddenly it would be like, it'd be like three votes, three votes, four votes, three votes, seven votes for me. Cause all my friends dropped in. I think I won like three back to back. And I was like, I, gotta, I was like, I gotta stop. Like, it's starting to look, it's starting to look too, too sketchy. Like, yeah. But yeah, I was just like, get in here. Like, I don't. I truly don't think they care as long as they get. Oh, uh, like, they don't. The, the, the interactions. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had to leave. I left the server because it was just like, uh the contests aren't running anymore, and now this guy's just using it to. It's his Discord, so I understand it. It's just like he's just using it to get people to do all his stuff, and I was like, no, I want to. I want my brain to make items. <laughs> like, I want to. <laughs> I want to make player races. I and that's what started me doing all my like documents that I upload that mm -hmm. I update each month. With stuff on them, so that's what got that. But I was just like, "Yeah, I've uh, I've pulled my friends into things and be like, just come in here and vote for me." we've definitely skewed a vote for. Yeah, we've def game. we've definitely uh, I think one stream all oh you guys came in and voted for Clayton, at least one of them. So I am guilty of that. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> um. Speaking of crowd favorites, I did remember what I wanted to say. I actually will be having kind of a last minute development. I will be having a co-commentator or a color commentator Fantastic. for the tournament with me. Um, it's going to be Toho, a.k.a. Kyle, a.k.a. Billion Billion, um, <laughs> who is just a wonderful ball of chaos. And, uh, you know, he's actually pretty knowledgeable about D&D &D and all that stuff, too. So it'll be really cool to have his insight and uh, 
take on things and you know we'll have like short little pre and post fight interviews and all that with each team you know it's will help kind of spice that up a little bit it's gonna be a good time yeah yeah <laughs> it's a it's definitely gonna be fun i mean wish we had more time to do it you know but i mean it's a weeknight and i know everybody in the server has as what was full-time jobs it feels like right. and there are some days i told you i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be home in time so just give me like 15 minutes <laughs> like yeah, that's the beauty of it is it's it's this flexible sort of low yeah. commitment kind of loosey-goosey style game and uh you know we just make it work with whoever and, we got uh, uh, I think last week it was like, I don't even know. You were like, I don't even know if I'm going to be here later than yeah. the fucking session starting. So I don't even know if we're yeah. going to do it tonight. They just like, told me I had to stay here for a meeting. So yeah. I was like, okay, we wrap it up. Nope. Nope. You know, I was like speeding home. <laughs> like, trying to get there. Yeah. Shoving dinner down my throat. It's like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. anything uh, else, Deco, or... I think, I, think I think that I think that's it on my end. It's a little shorter episode, but I mean, it's definitely more of like a, a special. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, um, it's a good. It, it's all good, a good cause, and and like like you were like you, we I came back to like because community is very important for me as as a former community runner and tournament organizer and all of that <laughs> stuff. So it's it's good to see that that the the good vibes that I tried to foster. Are are still out in the world, if that makes <laughs> well, we sense. That yeah, yeah, it's definitely a, a great community. I mean, we all all the players too. Like we're all close. Like the session where, uh, Calbrina character died. Like that Discord mm-hmm. was in like turmoil for like three or four days mm-hmm. because of it. So. Mm-hmm. It was just like we care about these characters, especially when your character's been in so many sessions with them and like there's this in character like knowledge of each other, but you're also playing with these people for, you know, weeks and weeks over years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh shit, that character's dead. Like yeah. it, it's the nature of the beast. It happens. Sometimes the dice are just evil. But Yeah. Yeah. Like uh my <laughs> my first character, who was so long ago I actually forgot his name. <laughs> oh god. Something with a V. Uh, something like that. It was my, my. I actually should have it in my server thing. Uh, no, because I, I have I have streaming mode on, so I can't. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was my bard. He was so short lived. I completely forgot his name. Um, but like there was a, there was a there was fostering a relationship uh, with Nix Nix's character mm-hmm. and everything. And then it was like four sessions in. It's like oh fuck, he's dead. <laughs> No. <laughs> our record our record is two. Someone has died in their second session. <laughs> it's a wild magic source or a double fireball. You come in at level one, so Yep. It happens. It happens. It happens. The uh we, we have a we haven't we've gotten better with the turnover rate, but there was there is a a risk to new employees. <laughs> so but what uh a wild thing for you to say like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do like the fact that even if a character dies, though, you come back at that level. Uh, yeah, I, on a second character, people, so I've given you're not the choice, you know, because I mean, like it's, it's taken some people almost four years coming up to to get to like level ten, and to put in all that work and then have to start back over is pretty demoralizing. And so uh, some people prefer it. Some people want to start fresh, level one. Some people want to pick up where they left off. Um, and so I give people the option, which I think is is definitely cool um and it's it's it also helps to kind of break up some of the uh i don't want to call them clicks but after especially like hero tier you know a lot of these players that have been around since the beginning they've been in a lot of sessions together you know you kind of like it's good you know that you build those bonds but it's also good to break that up a little bit and get you playing and interacting with new people too and kind of mix things up and shake it up a little bit and so with the death mechanics with the recruit mechanics with sort of the alt mechanics and everything that we've got going on helps to kind of keep things fresh and keep that shuffle shuffling, which is, you know, part of the fun. I think what makes this so unique. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. uh, I guess we're good here. All right. Um, Yeah. So if you want to watch that live stream to uh, live stream, it will be the date here is what the 26th right now, 27th. Uh, It'll be. Yeah. So right now it's the 27th. So the 28th, of september uh twitchtv.com or twitch.tv slash tea leaf adventuring company we'll also have a link in the description uh about what 6 30 7 ish yeah 
Uh, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, about three hours. Come watch uh, a nice little community beat the crap out of each other in D&D for charity. It's going to be a good cause. Yep. Or a good cause. Yeah, it uh, it's going to be fun. Hopefully we can, you know, reach a decent amount to give to this foundation. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what a basic fighter can do against some of these players, because <laughs> I just looked at the other teams and I'm in danger. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got this. You got this. So got just, well, just start turn one roll out. They have to hit me first at 23 AC. So. Oh, well, then you're fine. <laughs> yeah, so I luckily have that going for me. <laughs> Well, uh, I really appreciate you guys having me and uh, taking the yeah, time. Sure. And, uh, is this storming in your area, Luke, or is that just that's like just lights, tra- lights on the window? Traffic. Okay, because I'm like seeing like like the almost like the like when it rains, how you like like six bands on like the window. I'm seeing that on the window. And I'm like, is it storming over there? No, I have a I have a, a street directly across from my house. So whenever oh. someone pulls out of that. No. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Luke, thank you for coming on on just short notice. Also, I think I missed you on Monday. I was like, hey, man, you doing anything Wednesday? <laughs> like, Let's do it. Let's do it. And Let's I was roll. like, I was like, oh, I want to kind of spread the word about this fundraiser, but this episode's going up the day before. So I don't know how much, how good it's going to do, Whoa. but hopefully we can get people into watching yeah. and enjoy and get them involved with the community because I have seen we have had some new people join over the last few weeks, like here and there. Mm-hmm. But I do want to see some uh, new faces in the server also. Oh, yeah. Always welcome. Always welcome. <laughs> yeah, so thank you all for watching this episode. A little bit shorter, but this is definitely just a uh, go watch this stuff for a good cause. Mm-hmm. And support the Tea Leaf Adventuring Company. Support sameu.org. And yeah, we would definitely appreciate it if you all could donate anything. Just no matter how small, just any donation helps. Just show up and stream and talk shit to the players that are losing. Just do it. Show up, <laughs> show up, hang out and chat, chat with the community. You know, yeah. just have us on a separate monitor while you're doing whatever. Just everything will help with, you know, visibility and all that. Mm-hmm. So, Good stuff. all right, Luke, thank you for being here. Deco, thank you for joining me as well. Thank uh, you guys. I know you don't really have much lean in this community, but it's always nice having you uh, here on the show for other questions and stuff like that. Absolutely. Fresh perspective. It's always nice. Always yeah. about lean. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have any lean nope, in this we community. Shut down. We gotta shut down already. <laughs> Alright, guys. Thank you all for watching, and we'll see you uh, hopefully next week. So, take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Without Context Podcast. If you want more content, please follow us on YouTube youtube.com slash at WC network. If you want updates on the show, follow us on our Twitter at WC pod network. Additionally, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for the without context podcast.